Good morning, everyone. We'll go ahead and jump right into our next availability, joined now by the three members of Team Penske, starting with Mr. Simon Paginot, driving the number 22 Menards Team Penske Chevrolet for the team this upcoming weekend. Simon, here we are, another, another 2018 season in St. Pete. You're on a team with two other series champions, including yourself. What do you think is going to take your particular car to the championship this season? Thank you. Well, hi everybody, and uh, welcome to a new season. I guess uh, it's uh, it's always awesome to be here because it's such a beautiful place, great weather, and uh, and we've got new cars. So uh, very excited. I think we've uh, all three of us have done a great job working on the car, trying to understand uh, how to make it better for each tracks um, and temperature. It seems to be quite sensitive to temperature, so we'll see if it's a hot weekend. Uh, it could be quite interesting. Personally, I think, you know, on the 22 team, is um, we've got quite a few members on the car. Um, so we have to work on pit stops. Um, personally, you know, just keep doing my thing, uh, working into details as much as possible. IndyCar, IndyCar is all about details, you know, as a racer. It takes, takes a long time to perfect every single thing to win a race. And I think that's why when you win, it's so rewarding. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to keep, keep trying to do. Uh, and... Um, and hopefully it wins us another championship. But uh, hopefully we keep it in the in the house, and uh, and win another one for Tim Penske. Joseph Newgarden, our reigning series champion, driving the number one Hitachi Team Penske Chevrolet for the team this season. Joseph, we we've seen it everywhere that defend the one slogan that that you've been uh, working with throughout the off season, defending that championship and and moving over to the number one car in that honorary role for the reserved for the season champion. St. Pete hasn't been unkind to you, but I think two top 10 finishes is currently where you stand. How important is it to you to get the season started off to a good start in St. Pete? Yeah, hello, good morning everyone. Um, it is, it's important, you know, I think just to start with that, you gotta have a good first weekend. Um, it doesn't have to be a win. You know, we'd like to win the race here. Obviously, it would be good to come out with, with that uh, to start the season. But I think just having a smooth, clean weekend is really critical to kind of get you going for the, the, the full season. You know, it just helps you come out of the gates, help everyone feel pretty good about what you're going to do this year. So I think that's our goal is to just be clean throughout the weekend. And if we have the speed for a win, we're going to try and do that. But um, there's a lot of new variables. You know, it's a, it's a whole new whole new car. Uh, the, the aero kit's completely different. The engine's completely different. Um, and like Simon said, we've been working really closely um, with everyone to try and get all the details right, you know, particularly on the engine. You know, it's, it's fun working with Chevrolet and trying to maximize what we have. And I, I think we feel pretty good about what Chevy's been able to deliver for us this season. You know, certainly they've been rock solid over the last six years, um, winning six manufacturer championships in a row. It's pretty impressive. So I think we have the, the speed. Um, hopefully that rings true when we get out there on the first session and we see that. And uh, we certainly feel good about the reliability and the, and the engine, uh, you know, the mileage that we can get out of those engines. So it all starts with that, trying to get that package right, you know, figuring out the aero kit around that too. And then, uh, you know, to boot, just being able to run Hitachi is, is pretty cool. I've always been a little jealous of Elio running the Hitachi car. I always thought it was a really cool car. And, um, you know, getting the honor to drive that this year with the number one, it's, it's pretty cool. So we're going to try and uh, have a good weekend and then hopefully a great 2018. Just for these first questions. Joined also by Will Power driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Will, you're sitting here next to the, the past two series champions, but you have something that they maybe don't heading into St. Pete, which is 
a very, at least a mastery of qualifying here at St. Petersburg, seven of the last eight poles. Your thoughts on heading into this weekend and, and getting back into that, that title position? Yeah, I, I would I would give up a few of them for some wins, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, we have good cars around here. I think the last couple of years it's been Penske one, two, three, four actually. So um, you know, obviously have the right package. But this year it's a very different car, different aero package. So I think we're all kind of anticipating what that might feel like. You know, I think. It's tough when you test at Sebring because it's such a high grip track. You don't really get a, a taste of what it will be like here. But um, yeah, with Team Penske, obviously, and three very, very experienced drivers, we seem to get on things on top of things pretty quickly. So I expect uh, you know expect us to be right up there this 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 weekend. Um, you know, and Chevrolet's done a lot of work in the off season uh, to what we think was a bit of a gap to Honda. It's hard to tell with the body kits, but we'll, we'll, we'll know this weekend. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm more ready for this season than I have been for any season for a long time. So yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Actually, I've been, been drilling uh, uh, Newgarden on the rower. He's trying to keep up with me. You know, as you can see, he's built his muscles up some more, but he still can't get me. But uh, yeah, we've been pushing each other hard. <laughs> he rose without a shirt, mind you. Yeah. Is that all the info you guys need? <laughs> I was going to let you keep the microphone, Simon. But tell us a little Thanks bit about, my about question, season. Kate. We'll get to. Uh, yeah, thanks. We Great both day. have the mic yeah. now. <laughs> I, I, I specifically mics. had a Penske Games question for well, Joseph. Well, you know what? Jenna, you go ahead then. Uh, Will and I were noticing how bulked up you seem, and I'm wondering if you have a championship uh, new workout regime or if you did this for the Penske Games. Well, it's a new year, and it's a new me, Jenna. So, yes, um, I, I don't have a new workout book coming out like Danica, but um, I'm working on it for years to come. Um, no, actually, uh, it's funny because Will's joking. Like, we've been, you know, it's been very competitive this offseason with the fitness. We've been talking about the rower and who, you know, who can do what on the rower. Um, Will seems to think he's very fast at running now, so we're going to have to have a running competition, from what I understand, in the next week or so. But it, it is fun. The Penske games, I, you know, it's, it's funny when you get all of us together for six or eight hours. Some people don't last very well for six hours together. Uh, some, I think some of the NASCAR guys are getting a little tired towards the end. But uh, it's, yeah, they weren't, they weren't ready for the full day. But um, it, it's, everyone's super competitive. Like, you, you can tell they're all race car drivers because they're very competitive. Until they understand they're not going to win at something and then they just lose all interest in that particular game. But um, they are fun to do. You know, we all have a good time. We all get along. And I think between just us on the IndyCar side, you know, we have a good working relationship, which really, you know, I think is what helps our performance so much. We always talk about it, but I really think that's a, a critical key to why we're so quick is because we work well together and we get the most out of each other. Yeah, the cloning part has been, uh, it's been quite interesting. 
but uh, yeah, I, it's just changing suit sometimes. Uh, sometimes a bit of a I got to prepare my bag for sure and think about it. But uh, no, it's been great. I mean, it's it's actually there's more to come in the games. I think you guys are gonna love it. Um, I personally love it. I suck at it, but I love it. And then I think because I'm so bad at it, I think it actually people love it. So um, thank you for the support because I definitely didn't do too good again this year. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll keep that for outside the racetrack, <laughs> the sucking part. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's awesome. I think it was a great idea for uh, from the. Um, marketing team on the, at Tim Penske. I think it's, it's a great way to show our personalities and who we really are. And that's the only time that you can't really, that you can be yourself. Um, and uh, it's more in the action than the words itself. I think it's really cool. We, really, we actually love doing it. it. Took us several days of filming. And um, yeah, some NASCAR boys were handsy to go home, but uh, we made it. <laughs> uh, I'll start with Joseph. Um, but any of you guys can also answer this and take this with the grain of salt intended. But you guys lost seven races last year as a team. I'm just pointing that out. You lost seven races. Thanks for reminding us. I know. You know? And now you okay. have a new car. How can you improve on that? Do you think the new car is an advantage or a disadvantage in trying to beat last year's results? I, I think the new car is a opportunity. You know, it's an opportunity for us to do a better job at figuring it out quicker. Because that's going to be 2018 is going to be kind of the you know who figures it out the quickest you know whoever comes out of the gate really strong I think will be you know a a, a strong chance for the championship um, so you know new car new dynamics trying to figure out a new setup it's not as easy as it looks even with all this preseason testing that we've done you don't exactly know what you need at St Pete and then it's you don't know what you're going to need at Barber or the GP or Road America so every weekend I think you're going to see people experimenting with setups taking big jumps and trying to figure it out. And hopefully we do our homework and, and can capitalize on that better. I think we're, we have a good working relationship where we can figure things out really quickly on a race weekend. And if we can do that, yeah, maybe we can improve on our, our win count from last year and, and not lose seven races. But I thought we were pretty good last year. You know, I thought we did a good job. I mean, we all, you know, we worked well together. We lost a couple, but, you know, we, we still got it done as a team at the end of the day. So if we do the same thing, um, I think we'll be all happy with it. It is a good problem, yeah. <laughs> You want us all to speak on that? Yeah. What are we talking? What was the same question? Thing, same thing. Yeah. I can't remember. Lost seven races. Oh yeah, yeah. We lost seven races. Yeah, that's not bad to be honest. Um, yeah, pretty much what Joseph said. It's going to be about working this car out as quick as you can. I don't think it's going to be about fine tuning on the race weekend. It's going to be about finding the philosophy that actually works with the car. So, yeah. I think in our situation that's good. We got so much experience uh, within our team, not only with drivers but engineers and everyone, and we have a lot of resources. So uh, yeah, I I think it will be a way more competitive championship just simply because everyone has exactly the same car. I don't think you'll see I don't think you'll see the same guys in the fast six week in week out, uh, uh, you know, in qualifying. I think it's going to be very mixed up very mixed up it's going to be one of those sort of years where and i also think there'll be a lot more yellows because you can follow so much closer it'll kind of be like the dw12 days um which will mix the races up a lot so i think it'll be an exciting season for for fans absolutely um uh, given the higher degradation 
uh, of the tyres, uh, does that mean uh, that in qualifying you're only ever going to be able to get like one really hot lap out of the reds? Uh, or does it depend? <laughs> does it depend kind of track to track? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's track to track. You know, I, I think we'd all agree on that. It's, you know, if you're talking Barber or Sonoma, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's one lap pretty much. But I think around St. Pete here, actually, the quick lap was the third lap. But I, I don't think that will change dramatically. You know, the lap that you were able to produce the best time at, say, a Sebring was, was very similar. So I think the buildup will be, I don't think it's going to be too far off. But, yeah, there's tracks where it's one lap, you got to nail it. I think at Sonoma, you'll probably see uh, a little bit more deg towards the end of that first lap than you did last year. You know, the tires seem to go off really quick now at Sonoma. So um, you will be working towards sort of those difficulties. But I don't think it's going to be like a huge shift where it's one lap here at St. Pete. I still think you'll have a couple build-up laps to that peak performance of the tire. Well, since you've been there the long, uh, the longer than those two, what's it like without Elio? Well, he's actually here this weekend. Like yeah, it feels so he's like haunting El you. yeah, I know he's like still there and his boss right next to me. So yeah, he's yeah he's yeah, it's, it's, it's like yeah, <laughs> he put no, he did not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll have to see as it goes on. It's gonna be, you know, I think Joseph kind of takes his spot as far as energy and loudness in the engineering office. Although Elio wasn't that loud in the engineering office, he'd just sit there and plot away. You go and like, well, the car's like, oh. dude. So very, very animated. But it works, so you've kind of like, that's how he won the championship. He just distracted us enough, so we never got our cars right, and he did. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to start being real loud and obnoxious, so... <laughs> so not much has changed without Elio. <laughs> no. Yeah. Less hair gel? Pardon? Less hair gel? Yeah, definitely less hair gel. I thought New Garden he's he worries about his hair a bit. Not like Elio. Elio? Oh my gosh. If you've ever seen Elio's toiletry bag, he first off, he has two. Okay? There's not just one. One of them's one of them's just filled with like hair product. That's it. I mean he's got like a regiment to take care of that thing so it's uh it's impressive okay that's all i'll say my next question is i don't know how much you guys followed uh daytona and speed weeks but penske was in a position they won the first two races and uh they went one two in the first in two races and roger was asked several times what is the expectation when drivers teammates have a chance to win the race and you guys in indycar that comes down it, it comes down between you guys more than it does in nascar so what is your understanding from Roger when it's teammates racing? What What is the understanding of how it's supposed to go? Well, it's. I think it's pretty clear. I think it, we're allowed to race, and that's also what's attractive for a driver to come drive for Tim Penske. Um, we, we are allowed to race as hard as we can as long as we don't take each other out. Um, it would not be a pretty sight to see two Penske cars in the world together. So... <coughs> so um, so that's something we have to keep in mind. But um, And at the end of the day, we also have to keep in mind that we have to work together all year long and for many, many years to come, hopefully. So uh, so that's that's where it lies and that's where, uh, that's where you know, we have to be professionals. But um, 
we're out to race. We're probably going to race for the championship, or three of us. So at the end of the day, every points count. All right, Will, you mentioned a few minutes ago you, you can't really learn too much from Sebring. So in about an hour from now, what sort of things are you guys going to be sensitive to? What are you going to be paying attention to? Because it's game on now. Um, I, think, uh, I think the track will be pretty green to start with, so you can't put too much weight on the first session. But you'll just start the process of what you go through heading into qualifying, of kind of understanding what the biggest issues are with the car, um, you know, whether that's very loose on entry or a lot of understeer wh whatever it may be and then you just start down the track of trying different things that might work for that so yeah I mean it's just a on a street course it's always a slow process over the weekend because it just grips up so much which can really change the way the car behaves this question is for Will um, I remember at the end of the season at Sonoma you said with the universal kit coming on board that you'll never see that level of downforce again. Uh, and you seem to actually very, um, you know, reflective and disappointed that you're not going to run a car maybe with that much downforce. But with this new universal kit, drivers will have to adapt. But do you see that um, making a, uh, a difference between one driver's ability and another in terms of do you think we'll see more spread or variation and how about between the three of you who do you think is going to adjust the best honestly uh, i think that i don't i think it'll be a tighter field just simply because everyone has the same same car and the car you know in a way is a bit easier to drive because you haven't got all that weight back there so when it gets loose it's easier to catch um and we just i think everyone just adapts to what the driving style is of the car it's not like i mean a good driver is a good driver because he's adaptable so I, you know i don't think it's gonna separate the com competition all that much it's it's honestly turned it into a simply because of the, what they do with the weight a more nimble race car which is easier to drive and predict um, and a lot more fun to drive How fun? Yeah, I think it's it's a great car that you can really manipulate with the with the brakes or the steering to to get the balance that you want to get. Um, I um, I think also having less downforce, you know, obviously the the balance through the corner has a tendency to shift more. You notice it more because you have less grip. So you're going to see more power slides out of the corners. Um, I think on oval we're going to start seeing a little bit of a slide too. Um, Phoenix, I had a blast personally. I thought it was the the, the formula was really awesome. Um, but um, you know, I've had I've had some good cars in my career uh, in Le Mans, for example. Those cars were pretty phenomenal. Uh, I think the IndyCar the last three years were incredible to drive on the one lap, one car on track. From a racing standpoint, I think this is a better formula, uh, definitely because we have less downforce, less wake behind the other cars, and and it's easier to follow. So. Um, that's the thing, is IndyCar staying true to its value. It wants good racing, a good show, and that's what we're all about. So um, I welcome that. <laughs>